Welcome to the Ultimate Home Selling Guide, presented by Rolo's Law. Your useful guide to helping you sell your home quicker and for the price you would really like. Join Jen and Sally as they take you by the hand through the whole selling process, so you can stay completely informed and up to date with the latest trends, fashions and market regulations. And now your hosts, Jen and Sally. Welcome to episode five of the Ultimate Home Selling Guide with me, Sally, and my co-host, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Sally. It's great to be back. Looking forward to talking about today's subject. Today, we'll be discussing tips on how to prepare your house for marketing photos. At some point, either your agent or a photographer will come to take photos of your house, and these will be used in all the marketing material. Getting the house photo ready for this appointment is important, and there is only so much we can do with Photoshop. The aim of today's podcast is to give advice to help you set your property up so that it looks as good as possible. A lot of what we're about to say may well seem very obvious, but please believe us when we say that these are things we are asked and we see on a day-to-day basis. If you follow these tips, it will help us to get all those all-important viewers. Photography is important and buyers make decisions about viewing a property very quickly. The first challenge is getting them through the door and if the photos look bad, they may not even pick up the phone to call us. For that reason, we take a great deal of care with the photography and we're very pleased with the results that we get. We generally like to photograph every room, however, we may not necessarily choose to use every picture in the marketing material. We'll tend to select the ones that best show the features and the style of the house. We also like to use photos of the outside, the garden areas and any views that the property might have. So it's all about showing the property in its best light, focusing on its main selling points? Yes, but also giving the buyers the clear idea of what they should expect. Great. So where should a seller start then? Well, I'd start by having a look outside. Obviously, gardens tend to look better in the spring and summer months, but the property market doesn't stop in the winter. So a bit of care taken in the garden can make all the difference. So mow the lawn, trim the hedges, touch up the paintwork if it's necessary, perhaps position the flower pots. Uh, They look lovely by the front door, for example, and sweep up the leaves in the autumn. And how about children's toys and garden tools? Yes, and don't forget to take the washing down. Um, And if you have a whirly gig, either take it down or at least close it. It's a major draw for the eye and it can really ruin the scene. My pet hate is seeing wheelie bins in the driveway. I definitely recommend hiding them out of view. I agree. And also move the cars out of the drive. Okay, so inside, I guess a lot of things may seem obvious, Mm -hmm. but very often it's the little things that can make all the difference. What should sellers do? I'd take a step back in every room and consider if there's anything visible that you'd rather not feature in the marketing material. Then think about the things that you like most about the room and make sure that they're visible. And please do feel free to mention these things to the photographer when they're there. So first of all, obviously, tidy, declutter and clean. It is obvious, but it's certainly the most important. Clear the surfaces in the kitchen, get rid of the washing up and the drying up. Empty worktops do present so much better and you might even want to consider clearing the fridge door of those memos and children's paintings. Yes, as lovely as they are, again, they draw the eye away from what the buyer should be looking at. What about bedrooms and bathrooms? Any advice there? Yeah, absolutely. In the bedrooms, uh, make the beds, obviously, again. Remove hanging towels and dressing gowns. Um, Consider perhaps even taking down the posters in the children's bedrooms, even if only for the photo shoot. Uh, In the bathroom, tidy it, imagining it's a hotel. Remove all the excessive toiletries and towels and remember to put the toilet down. (laughs) Yes, of course. Um, And would you recommend scene setting? Yeah, there are lots of little touches that prettify a house and help buyers to picture themselves living there. Consider getting fresh flowers, place fruit bowls, maybe even light a fire. 
And are there any things that are perhaps more practical uh, that help with the actual photography? Well, lighting is important. So make sure that all the bulbs and the lights are working. This helps to give even lighting around the house and also has the added benefit of stopping the property from looking uncared for. Uh, And open the curtains, the nets and the blinds. And also turn the TV off. (laughs) Yeah, good tip. But it does seem like an awful lot of effort just to go to for a photo shoot. Is it really necessary? Well, sellers should remember that a discerning bunch of buyers will be making a decision to view their property based on these pictures. This is the very first judgment they'll make. So is it really worth the risk of putting them off? But do sellers have to maintain this presentation right throughout marketing? Like, can people be expected to live like that? Well, it wouldn't hurt. (laughs) But no, generally speaking, you wouldn't be expected to, to do that. As viewers do understand that this is still your functioning home and you can't be expected to take the fridge magnets down every single time someone comes around unless you want to of course yeah. uh, or if living like that comes naturally it doesn't to me so if that's the case please get in touch <laughs> and give me your tips <laughs> i'm sure that'll be a relief for many to hear but what about the occasions where perhaps the seller doesn't have any control over the presentation perhaps if the house is currently let Well, we'll be discussing selling tenanted properties in another podcast at a later date. So people in that situation should look out for that for more information. But in terms of photography, you're right to raise the question. It can be a problem. Good contact with the tenants prior to going in is key. So either directly or via the letting agent. Give them ample warning and ask really, really nicely to make the house look as nice as possible. The photographers should be prepared to move things around and stage it a bit. But of course, they may be limited slightly, but what they find when they get there. Um, Fortunately, we do have the power of Photoshop to help us a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm quite well practiced at digitally tidying up somebody's bedroom now. (laughs) Yeah, you're a dab hand at that, Jen. (laughs) But of course, Photoshop has got its restrictions and we are restricted as to what we can do with it. We can't alter the fabric of the house, for example, concealing cracks or fixing paintwork. And we can't remove fixed things like lampposts or next door's tree. Yes, quite. We can only play with things that are physically movable or removable in real life. And remember, there's nothing more suspicious than an over-edited photograph. It really does make people wonder what we are trying to hide. So it's best just to have the house looking good from the start. So I wouldn't recommend relying on Photoshop. So again, we know that some of these things seem obvious when we say them, but when you have a lot to think about, as you do when you're selling your house, it's easy to forget about these little details. And from experience, we know that the smallest detail can ruin a lovely picture. It may be true that leaving a whirly gig up might not stop a viewer from calling, but if the garden is lovely, why distract from it? We want everyone to focus on the good things, so following this advice may well make your property more appealing. We would really like to get the Ultimate Home Selling Guide out there to more people and what would be really helpful is a rating and review on iTunes, which would go a long way to helping the podcast to gain exposure and get our helpful advice out to more people. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope this has been helpful and valuable to you. We'd love to get your feedback, so feel free to tweet us at Rolos Law or email us on homesellingguide at rolos.co.uk. Looking forward to speaking to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Home Selling Guide, presented by Rollo's Law. You must not rely on the information in this podcast as an alternative to legal advice from an appropriately qualified professional. If you have any specific questions about any legal matter, you should consult your own solicitor. You should never delay seeking legal advice, disregard legal advice, or commence or discontinue any legal action as a result of any information shared in this podcast. Please visit Rollo's at www.rollo's.co.uk for the most up-to-date legal advice.